Thanks for hanging on. It's Mile High Magazine Sunday morning. I am Murphy Houston. And joining us now is Faith Overall, the Community Engagement Manager for Leave No Trace. Faith, welcome to Mile High Magazine. Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I got to have you speak up here because I, I don't know, and I've never heard of Leave No Trace. Maybe there's others that feel the same way. So give me an overview of Leave No Trace, the organization, the mission. What's going on? Yeah, so Leave No Trace is a 501c3 nonprofit. We're based out of Boulder, Colorado. Um, and our mission is to ensure a, a sustainable future for the outdoors and the planet. The way I like to say it to people is no matter what it is you like to do outside, no matter where it is you like to do it, we want to teach you and inspire you how to do it in a responsible way. Well, well, explain that a little deeper. What do you mean the outside? You're talking trees, creeks, rivers, what? Trees, creeks, rivers, grass, all of it. Um, We uh, educate folks how to spend time outside if they're hiking, if they're biking, if they're just enjoying their local city park, if they're outside bird watching, kind of wherever it is that you're breathing in that fresh air. You know, how can you protect the trees and the water and the squirrels and the deer um, while you're doing it? Wow, that's a, you've been around a long time doing that? Yes, we've been around for about 30 years. It'll wow. be 30 years next year. So how did it start? I mean, 30 years ago, things maybe people didn't think so much about caring for the outdoors as they do now. So how did that all start? Yeah, so we actually started, um, the concept of Leaving a Trace started when the Wilderness Act was signed way back in the 1960s. Um, But then our organization started in the 90s, and we were very different then. We were very focused on wilderness and people spending time outdoors in the backcountry, so where you know you're miles and miles away from services, from bathrooms, from medical care if something is to happen, um, and just kind of took over or didn't take over at that time, became this educational notion and then eventually the organization to protect those more remote places that people were starting to venture into more and more. Wow, that's people never really thought about that. I bet they don't think about that now. What you just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you yeah. probably hear that all the time. So, how do you accomplish this mission? Yeah, so we accomplish our mission in a few ways. We sort of are everything is lumped under three pillars. So, one is science and research. All of our education and our messaging that we have has a foundation in science and data. So, we don't just make up fun things like. This is how you dispose of human waste in the backcountry. We actually do science to be able to tell what the best practices for that is. Um, We also conduct some science ourselves working in um, together with various universities. Uh, Then we are very education-focused organizations, so so training for all is kind of our thing. And we want anybody who spends any time outside to be able to participate in Leave No Trace Education. It could be a five-day field workshop um, or just a 30-minute online course. And then stewardship. And stewardship can mean a lot of different things, but for Leave No Trace, it means learning about Leave No Trace, putting it into action, teaching other people about Leave No Trace, and then finally giving back to those spaces we love. So doing things like trash cleanups, invasive species removals, or that hands-on volunteer work for outdoor spaces. So you you probably appeal to families, young and old alike, businesses, yeah. any organizations that's involved with the outdoor or thinking to be involved with the outdoors, they should reach out to you first. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We work with all different types of people, all different types of businesses, organizations, from corporate entities to small cities and municipalities, anybody who's kind of involved in the outdoors and wants to either learn how to protect those spaces or, um, you know, wants to make sure that people visiting those areas are protected, they go to us. And how does that all start? You must obviously have a website, a phone number. People are hearing us right now thinking, wow, I should reach out because we're going on a big camping trip or whatever it might be. Yes, we have a website, of course, and a phone number. If you feel like giving us a call, you absolutely can. Our website is www.lnt.org. We have tons of great information on there. We also have great social media channels that you can follow um it is just at leave no trace org on instagram facebook you can follow those and learn some really great tips for how to spend time outside um, in that responsible way so these education items you do you mentioned videos do you do in-room classrooms like person-to-person classrooms or all of the above all of the above we have a um set of three teams of two people who actually travel around the country teaching people about Leave No Trace. Um, And they are everywhere from classrooms to farmers markets to national parks. And then we have lots of folks, thousands and thousands of people who have taken Leave No Trace trainings themselves and can therefore be out there educating as well. So we have some state volunteers um, and just other educators that are helping us accomplish that mission. Wow, you guys are amazing, and I'm just hearing about it for the first time. We're talking with Faith Overall, the Community Engagement Manager for Leave No Trace. I mean, a couple of minutes ago we talked about the fact you've been around for 30 years. So how has Leave No Trace evolved since the organization was formed about 30 years ago? Yeah, so like I said, our we used to be very focused in wilderness and backcountry environments, but, you know, Outdoor recreation has changed a lot since we started 30 years ago, and we know that the majority of outdoor recreation is actually taking place within 10 miles of somebody's home. So if you think about us here in Colorado, we have all these wonderful trails and outdoor spaces really close to home, and what our education looks like just has to be a little bit different if you know you're not spending multiple nights away from bathrooms or or water or trash cans and things like that. So we've really evolved to meet people where they are, um, educate them about spending time in more of those environments where you have access to things like bathrooms and trash cans, and you maybe are going home at the end of the day, or you're just in a more developed area. We've also really been expanding our education as far as activities go. There's just tons and tons of things that people do outside. So we want to make sure we're kind of, again, meeting people where they are, helping educate them about those activities. So we have messaging for everything from rock climbing to um, backpacking to fishing to bird watching. So, again, just kind of continuing to expand to meet what is changing in outdoor recreation. And, you know, something we saw in the pandemic was just more and more people getting outside And so Leave No Trace is more important than ever and just continues to be more important than ever because a lot of people who don't Leave No Trace, unfortunately, can lead to a lot of damages to outdoors. Well, we don't want that going on. I think we're more protective of the outdoors now than we've ever been. Do you agree with that, Faith? 
I would say a lot of people are, you know, and everything we see with Leave No Trace, we, we work to address impacts in the outdoors. So some examples of that for those who might not know are people feeding wildlife or um, erosion of trails or polluted water sources. A lot of the impacts that we see in the outdoors is not because people don't care about the outdoor spaces or, you know, have ill intent. They just haven't had the opportunity to learn about Leave No Trace and and why maybe some of those less than Leave No Trace actions, as we call them, right. um, are not great for the environment. So, yeah, I think people really care and they want to do good, and that's why we hope that more people will learn about Leave No Trace and kind of how to put our practices into action. Well, let me ask you this. Some of the topics and most of the topics you're talking about take place right now. But you know how big skiing is in Colorado. Do you have classes for some kind of safety features there for the outdoors? Yeah, so we do have uh, ethics and education uh, for winter recreation in general. Um, Because, you know, again, skiing is great, but there's a lot of things that we do outside during the winter Um, We will incorporate a lot of that safety into it because there are just so many safety concerns when you're spending time outside in the winter, you know, all the avalanches and whatnot we have here, but also looks at the bigger picture, even just beyond safety, like how do we be considerate of the other visitors who are on the trail in the winter? So, you know, not having snowshoes on ski tracks and things like that. How do we give wildlife extra space? Because they're working really hard to survive in the winter. Um, You know, if I have to go to the bathroom in the outdoors in the winter, how do I do that in a way that is going to not pollute water sources and things like that when all that snow melts? So taking the safety part, of course, but making it a little bit bigger. And again, of course, talking to folks who are out there doing skiing, doing snowshoeing, whatever, whatever it may be. We're talking about Leave No Trace, and, and Faith, I've got a little question here. I mean, how are you working to prioritize inclusivity in the outdoors? How does that work? Yeah, so I love this question. Um, this is something that's very important to our organization and something that we're just continuing to think about how we can prioritize this and welcome everybody into Leave No Trace and, and make Leave No Trace something that resonates with everyone who is spending time in the outdoors. So, again, we're a very education-focused organization. Uh, a lot of what we've been doing has been working to make our education more inclusive and re- representative of a more diverse audience than it maybe traditionally was when Leave No Trace first started. Sure, sure. Um, some, of, some of those things include translating more and more of our materials into Spanish. So we've taken a lot of the materials we already had developed, putting them into Spanish, but then anything new we create, we put into Spanish. Um, We've updated our website so that folks can easily toggle between English and other languages to make it more uh, inclusive, especially because we are actually an international organization and we have people coming to our website from around the world. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we're also working with uh, accessibility experts. So thinking about, we have lots of different activities and whatnot that educators can run to teach people about Leave No Trace, you know, fun, engaging things you can do with big groups. Um, So taking a look at those and thinking about how we can put in more of those um, recommendations to make them more accessible. Um, 
We've also been working with some really neat groups such as the American Indian Alaska Native Tourism Association and have worked with them to develop guidance for visitors to indigenous lands. We work with the Forest Service and their Urban Connections Program to provide education to youth in underserved metropolitan communities, um, you know, Boston, Chicago, Detroit. Um, so we're doing a lot, a lot of things to really make sure that this is a priority for Leave No Trace and that we can continue to evolve in that space. Well, you are doing the job. How many people do you got working over there? <laughs> yeah. We're actually a pretty small staff. Uh, we have 13 in our office and then, or 13 or 14 in our office and then another six that are on the road. And how do you, you're our nonprofit, so how, how do you get funding for what you do? Yeah, so we're supported uh, in multiple ways. One is we have individual members. So, you know, somebody like yourself who maybe is just really passionate about Leave No Trace and wants to support the various work that we're doing. Uh, we also have various types of partner groups that we work with. So corporate partners like the REIs, the Keen, uh, Eno Hammocks, who actually support us pretty heavily financially, which is really great. But they also help us have a really big reach. Sure. You know, if we if REI shares our message, they've got a big audience. Yes. So that really helps us get the word out. Um, and then we also work with lots of different small businesses, um, colleges and universities, guides and outfitters, youth programs who want to support us as a partner, but also do a really great job of helping to amplify that message to their audience. Well, you're on it. You are on it, Faith. I love this. <laughs> it's called yeah. Leave, Leave No Trace. Before I let you go, how do people find you again and they can find out all the great things you're doing for the outdoors? Yeah, so you can visit www.lnt.org. That's our website. You can learn about all the different things that we're doing for the outdoors, but also, um, you know, just do some education yourself. And you're, if you're on social media, it's just leave no trace spelled out and then org, O-R-G. Um, and again, we have some really great education, super digestible there as well. So I definitely encourage you all to check it out. Faith Overall, Community Engagement Manager, Leave No Trace is the organization. Great job. Keep up all you're doing for many, many years. And thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine today. Yeah, thanks for having me. You too. And thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it at Mile High Magazine, and we'll talk to you uh, next weekend.